Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Hey, this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse with Scott Coward. Greg Fish, good morning, Tallahassee. Welcome and, and back. And good afternoon for those listening to us. Yeah, we're doing a Facebook Live. I was admiring my own neck. <laughs> Only you. Only you. Yep. I don't want to look at myself or hear myself. Why not? I just don't. Oh, ever? Yeah. Not just today. Pretty much. Not ever. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's just a normal thing. Well, our show's about real estate. It not is. Not Patty's chin. Well, <laughs> but I am admiring myself I mean, that's myself part of glass. real estate, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you're a realtor. I am a realtor. People may notice And I can see and, my um, adenoids now. I'm and, excited. And when you're looking at floors, you're like, well, I can see the whole floor now. <laughs> I can see my kneecaps. We, I can see a lot. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I have kneecaps. <laughs> So funny stories. I'm listening to the the preamble coming in, and I was writing with Jeff to Albany to check out the house that we're remodeling there, and we were listening to Nine to Five. It came on, oh, and I was nice. like, and I said, you know, that's our that's our preamble to our show, and he's like, it is. <laughs> he's never heard. So I go, so I go on spot. I go on Spotify to you know find the show so he so he can hear it, thinking it would alarm him. And, you know, throw him over the edge. And at the same time, he was like, that's really good. Aww. That's really good. He oh, liked the I, show. We didn't listen to the show. He, yeah. We listened to the preamble. Oh, the, the intro. Moment, I have right, it on there. But the moment that we got to voices, I was like, click. <laughs> no can it. do. No can do. Can't hear that. 
cringy for me. I mean, you would love it. You'd listen I do. to the I whole listen thing and probably, and probably I do again. listen. And I do. I really want to thank uh, people who listen to the podcast on whichever podcast platform you want to listen to, because we talked two weeks ago. We were off last week. Uh, we were talking about the uh, personal providers. They review plans locally in the state of Florida allows you to hire a plan reviewer instead of using the county to submit your permit and do all that sure stuff. we got some feedback on dude, that dude i had like 1200 downloads in like three days nice i was really shocked well so I think as a, most realtors would be I well would as a follow-up to that i called leon county because i had originally what found this out through wakulla county right. which is our neighboring county so i called leon county which tallahassee is located and i said can you tell me more about these private plan providers reviewers and they're like huh I said, does anyone use that here? And she's like, what do you mean? I said, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, how do you not know? Like, Those are my favorite conversations. Yeah, that's kind of how it so went. She's five like, five times, what? eventually you get somewhere. I said that I could, if I'm building my own home and I'm my own and I have a general contractor, I can just hire a private plan reviewer and they can pull the permit and then you're out. She goes, no, we don't do that here. I'd like, well, you will do it here. You just it, didn't know you'll be a, doing isn't it. Isn't it her. a statute? It's a statute. So I think, but no that, one's really done it that mm. she knew of, and that was one of the plans. Well, good for Leon people. County. Yeah, because I really think you shouldn't do it unless you're like our friend, like Travis Sparkman, or somebody who's a general contractor and you know what you're doing. I, I, I get all that, but I'm just saying, as a general rule, where people don't know, even the Travis Sparkmans, who you know we can attest to, but most would not know. I just don't think it's a good idea. Mm -mm. I think a third party is good to have. I think a third party in most everything. Like, I don't negotiate my own stuff. I mean, I, I have someone else negotiating your own stuff never really My works trucks, out. everything. Oh, like, that's why I tell people about selling their house, too. You, people don't negotiate on their own behalf very well. No, they don't. But it pays to know your weaknesses. Yes. And, and, and clear and out your strengths. All Yours is your chin. My, Go on. My chin. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's hard for me to get past it. It's hard right for now. me to not look at myself. I feel like I am like a narcissist over here. I'm shocked. <laughs> well, 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 weight loss has kind of been stagnant because of the summer and it's hot and I don't really want to move. And then it's like I had a really stressful week with family and then it was like, boom. I was like, dang. I had a really stressful week getting my father's house on the market. Yeah. <laughs> and, I should, done. and I should have lost weight. <laughs> no, I did you not. Did. Did not lose any weight. Mm. I should. I literally lost. And I'm out in that yard, which is over an acre. Just maybe you need a diuretic. I need something. It's killing me. So this week, yes, I wanted to talk about cash flow investment properties. We've not done that. Okay. About how how you calculate cash flow. Okay. So say you don't have uh, a former accountant as your agent and a property appraiser as your agent. Yes. Just say you don't have us. How would you do? How would you? learn cash flow and how would you calculate cash flow well, to know it's a great business because recently we've seen some jacked up investment properties people are buying them i don't know who's buying them but there is like no cash flow and probably won't be for years well i think it all it's all dependent on what you want to do right so if you're if you're just parking money because you want it out of stock market so you put it in or you're you've got a 1031 exchange which we can also talk about right. If you're if you're not doing that and you're like this is a great investment it's a great location, you're not paying for location in a rental. You're paying for the rental. You want income off of that rental. Yeah, and I think in some cases in today's environment, because we're having such drastic swings in the property values, that if you were expecting a, a, yeah another ten percent in the next year, a lot of people even paying 
you know, 5% over the asking price mm-hmm. of a home in order to realize the 10% that they're going to get in the next 12 months. And that's, that's just some of what the statistics that I've read doesn't mean it's going to happen. It just means that's kind of what 2022 looks like. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, we expect I don't have the crystal in ball. two weeks for the rates to go up another 75 basis points, which isn't is it just mean another third of a point exactly in mortgages? It's going to be still supply and demand. But the thing is, is if you go back in time, and I found I, I was just around, you know, Ponte Vedra showing houses and whatnot. And so <laughs> while I was out at million the, dollar, two wait, million dollar, right, whatever. When I was out at the Ritz Carlton in Amelia Island, I had the brief opportunity to look at some statistics, and it looks like that if you look over the past 40, 50 years, that every time we've had interest rates hikes we have seen property values also increase. It's not been I, it's not been the inverse of that. It's never been the inverse of that. Now, the only time that we've seen the inverse of that really was in 2007, 2008. Which was different. Which was different. Because and, the mortgages but the were rates, different. But the rates didn't necessarily increase after that because, of the, because we had the big drop. So the rates actually dropped. So let's start at the beginning then. The mortgage, the ability to get a mortgage in 2007, 8, 9, if you're 30 years old, that was 15 years ago, you were 15. So you were only 15 at the time, and you're only going by what you hear. You didn't experience it. Yes. The mortgages at the time, I've been self-employed since 2003, and I could have gone in, shown my commercial bank accounts, my business bank accounts, and gotten a $400,000 mortgage. That doesn't mean my salary was that. It just means all I had to show was I had income flowing through an account that had my name on it, and they would have handed me a $400,000 mortgage. Patty has a little bit more sense than that, not much, and that would not have happened. But that is what happened. And then we had a massive number of mortgages, which were adjustable rates. So people would start at, say, four and a quarter. And every year, the LIBOR, which is a British um, calculation... L-I-B-O-R, would recalculate that, and it was going up and up and up and up. And then people were like, I can't afford my house. I have an adjustable. Prices were kind of stagnant, especially in Tallahassee. They weren't really going down because we do not have vacation homes here. Well, we were kind of in a bubble that way, too. Yeah. Most of what was here was undervalued, in my humble opinion. I think so. So, so in looking at Tallahassee, it didn't feel the same. It although, didn't feel the same although, in South Florida. Right, although mm-hmm. it was the same to a certain degree. But I, I went on... If, I went if on, people did not have those adjustables, they could have stayed in their right, home they much longer. Right, they would have been just fine. They would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. But when I was looking at this, I was looking at 71 through 74. So the yeah. starting interest rate was 7.3. It ended in a 10% interest rate. And the at, home and In home, 81? It no, ended no. in 81? Mm-hmm. When did that 10%? This was, this was 71 to 74. 70. So it went from 7.3% to 10% ending. So that would have been at the end of that period. And prices increased 18%. I went to 77 to 1980. Started at 8.7, ended at 16.3. Home values increased fifty two point two percent. So I because just, people were having babies, right? I mean, you just the keep population go, the population growth. growth along. So, so the idea is that the bubble looked like this, but it wasn't because the interest rates were actually higher at that time. They dropped afterwards because we had that you know the the big collapse, and so interest the Fed goes in, the interest rates start dropping not increasing. So yes, the, the your your values dropped. It dropped because there was so much on the market. Inventory because of adjustable because rates. Of, right, because of everything that happened. So it just became Send apparent. Send me those numbers it, so it, I can it, put them it, on our website. It just became apparent to me that 
it's not the same thing. And I, I mean, I, I could just go through, you know, 83 to 84, started at 12.7, ended at 14.7, increase of 16.6.4. He went to 87 to 89, 9 1 starting, 11 2 ending, 16.9% increase. You go to 93, 94, starting 6 9, ended 9 3, 2.6%. But you go to a 98 and 2000, started at 6.6, ended up at 8.6, 13 percent. 2003 to 2006, 5.2 was starting. Sorry, 5.2 was starting, and we ended up at 6.8, and we had a 38.5 percent increase. <laughs> so, it's not what everyone it's thinks. Not what it everybody is. thinks. And the I was like, this is. This is brilliant. People are afraid of numbers, so they don't listen. I know, but I'm Patty a numbers Scott. guy. Patty That's and where it all Scott, started 850 Stick with us. Let's ride. I don't know about you, but I know about us. Welcome back. It's Patty and Scott. Our number is 850-656-0009. Our website it's pattyandscott.com. Well, that's difficult. Most people know us from Facebook, at least me. We have a li- since <laughs> at least he, me. Scott's since not on it very much. Patty's rarely. on it. So we have a Facebook group called Living Tallahassee, and we we invite you to join, especially if you're a small business owner, because we that's been my whole goal since I started that group like three or four years ago has been to promote small businesses. So that's what, that's what I like to do. It's a little hobby. I'm the only real admin Scott's technically an admin, but he wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm technically what a lot of things. To do. Oh, Tisha's <laughs> an admin too. Yeah. Well, congratulations Tish on your elevation. Admin. Thank you. Tish. I got I got a little medal and everything. That was he very, can auto very post. British of me. He can auto post. Congratulations I don't on have your elevation. To. Thank you. He's been You're elevated. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So last segment we were talking about inflation and houses. And Florida's gonna be that anomaly compared to the it rest is, of the state because sure. DeSantis just released a couple days ago. That our uh, coffers in Florida are twenty-one, I think, point eight billion. We have a surplus. There's going to be some tax breaks throughout the year to, you know, give back to the people who pay the taxes. There's going to be a gas tax uh, freedom in October. There's, of course, the school tax freedom coming up at the end of July for people buying school supplies, and, and we've clo- done that I think every it's year. Clothing under a hundred dollars. Yeah, or computers, that. stuff so, like that. It's nice. I'm sure the values would have increased because of this inflation that we are experiencing, and some being real, some not so real. But so Florida is going to be different because of migration. Yes. Like one of our agents is moving back to Florida from D.C. That's migration. Yep. That's not the same thing. Now, will we have twenty offers a house? That sincerely depends yeah. on the condition of the home I, and the desirability of the location. Correct. 100% agree. Or the deal. You know, if it's a crappy house and it's priced well and you have an investor, which we're going to talk about cash flow next, that's that's the deal. They want that deal. Well, yeah. I so mean, there could be multiple offers all, in that way. All of which makes sense. It just It's all really dependent on the property and the, the home and what you're looking for. But it's going to be... It's going to be difficult for the federal government to say real estate's a crap show when you have states like Washington State where the cost of living is so jacked up. Right. Inflation is so jacked up. Jobs are going to be difficult and scarce. You can't get near Seattle, all of those things, compared to Florida, which is very business-friendly model. Yes, rents are up, absolutely. But for people moving from out of state, it's going to be affordable. 
It is, but that's the other thing that I read and affordability is a variable feeling. It's a feeling. It's not a reality. But the rental. What is affordable housing? Would somebody please define it? They can't. You, you can't. You can only define that per per and, person per person and and what's going on with you. So and what your expectation is, and unfortunately. In some situations, it's not just affordability based on your current financial situation. It's affordability based on what's affordable as a general rule. So people go into it and they're like, oh, they make $100,000. I can only afford $1,000. It's not affordable. Well, it's, 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 seven it's, yeah, it's, because it's very different. It's because if your financial condition is off, it's going to seem. It's how you spend your money. Right. So people you know, two years ago could had a lot of, if they, if they were renting, could had a lot of extra money to spend if you had a thousand dollar rental but you don't have any of those anymore but that doesn't make the house less affordable it makes your starbucks less affordable it means that everything that you were doing before you can't do so that has the appearance of it being ill in terms of affordability okay let's talk about that a little bit longer so i have another facebook group called tallahassee homes for rent people are like i need something under 500 where have you lived for yeah. the last 22 years? Yeah, and I hope you're talking about a, a room, not I, And they not have by two yourself. pit bulls or three yeah. dogs and a cat. Like, girlfriend. It's no different. Girlfriend. That is just... Somebody recently came to me stop. for a rental, and I said, you have to look at renting no different than getting a mortgage. It is, you have to make your rental position even look good. You really do. So you can't have the, you know, the five parrots, the three cats, and the 12 dogs, and a guinea pig. It just doesn't work that way. So no different than money, which is why you can't buy a house. You have to look at it from what what is my positioning in terms of me getting this rental. You've got to position yourself right. So you've got to start doing things to make yourself the most desired candidate because there are very limited properties on the market. And especially if it is priced, dare I say, affordable because it's all based on your current financial condition. But you, you're not going to be the first pick if that's the case. If if your if your situation has all of that extra that nobody really wants, I had a young lady who was military family looking again for dogs. Everyone in this town loves dogs to the point of being very militant about their pets, but they are not going to rent to you with four dogs. They can't maintain their homeowner's insurance. Why but, are you renting but with dogs? There, but there are some people that enjoy or have liked to rent. And um, two dear friends of mine now that be- were clients first and have become really good friends, they were financially conditioned to be able to buy something. They were used to renting, but they had a dog. And so when they came to me uh, via another client, they were like, listen, yes. we can't, <laughs> there's no one. And they needed a and, place quickly. Right, and they needed a place, and they, were, and they could buy, but they're lucky in that respect because some people are just natural renters, which is fine, I get it, but you can't be a natural renter and have those conditions is what I'm saying. And they figured that out, and so they're like, okay, we need to buy a place. And they did. And, and we and found all, a great place. Right, and it all worked out, but, you know, it's just, it's that, it's not everybody who has that amount of animals or negative conditions, if you will, that is in that position. Some people can't afford to buy. They're just not. But you will have to if you want to keep your conditions the same. So you'll see people post and they'll be like, I want a pet-friendly private renter. 
that means private that landlord. Means you're, that you means, have no money. Right. And you probably you have no money. And there's something wrong with your credit or your renting history. Because you're it's the same people that are looking, you know, to to rent to own. There is no says, such thing says, as rent says to own. No one. There is no there rent to own. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Right. So you can rent and if it, or you can own. And if and if you find something that you know you're leasing to purchase, I'll call it instead of rent to own. If you find something that you are leasing to purchase, to me, you are paying more than you normally would because there's some negative condition that's put you in that. Has to be. But traveling the country, you know, from military housing, which we don't have here, with four dogs, and I hate to break it to you, you need to buy it, and you're just going to have to take a hit when you go to sell. I mean, you just are. Because... Or, or you're taking care of it the way that you're telling a landlord that you would, which is great. Then you don't even have to take a hit, but you have at least it's hard with. But at least I know I'm not saying that it's not. I'm saying, but the liability is on you. It's not on a landlord. And then, then you throw out, well, I'll just make him a service dog. Well, you just told me that, and you think I'm not going to tell the right. landlord? Yeah. So you you know you're going to commit fraud on the landlord. Well, it's like everybody else. They want what they want when they want it. And look, they're going to do whatever look, they look can. Look good, be right. Mm, not going to happen. So that is, ca- let's talk about cash flow now. Yes. So there's a, a rule of thumb that I think most realtors, if they don't use, they might want to think about. is a 1% rule. Yes. So if you have a $100,000 home, the rent coming in, you pay it $100,000. That's not the down payment. That's not just $100,000. The rent coming in should be $1,000. If it's $600, you're not cash flowing because you have, let's talk about it, expenses, the down payment that you have to spread over time, taxes. Mm-hmm. You have to con- uh, calculate vacancy, marketing, repairs, all of that. Those are your expenses for cash flow. So one percent. If it's well, six hundred, and one percent is to just a it. general rule. We're not saying that it can't be one point can two five. Lot, some people get more, some people get less. We get it. We're just rationalizing that one percent is a general rule of thumb. But if you have a quad here in town in Tallahassee, where we have a lot of student housing, so there's a lot of renters mm-hmm. that come in and out. It's very transient. You have a five hundred thousand dollar quad, which is four units. And your rent is eighteen hundred. You have a problem. Yeah. And you have a vacancy. It's not going to be supported. So the appraiser looks at these numbers. When and you buy the house, you're like, well, I'm willing to pay the five hundred. You know that the rents are low. The appraiser is going to analyze it. Say it doesn't work. He's not looking at the location that it's in Midtown. He doesn't care. He cares what are the rents. Mm-hmm. And if everyone's rents are fifteen hundred a month, so it's six thousand total, and you're at thirty two hundred or twenty eight hundred, you're not getting a loan unless you have more cash or more reserves to put down. Right, and I think a large part of what people miss in that equation for operating expenses is your your HOA fees or your condo association fees, which are part of lot, your expenses. Yeah, so the the owners paying that. Stick with us. We're going to talk more cash flow and investment property. Patty Wilson, Scott Coward, 856 
Welcome back. You can certainly tell the difference between my taste in music and Scott Coward. You think? I've been listening to this I, all week. I can and appreciate it's been so this. So fun. I mean, but typically it's you know if I'm listening to Grease or something that brings me back like that. That's I the like, word. I do like. That's the word. It is the word. And I do like <laughs> a lot of older Motown music. I was uh, listening to way. Chris Montez and that song. No er- idea who that is. You will when you hear the song. Okay. You've heard the song. You I just didn't know it was singing. I probably didn't know mm-hmm. who it were. It was in my daily mix on Spotify. Mm. Spotify. <laughs> so we're talking about the animals thing and to continue because my sister's who's watching right now, she has cats. She owns her property and she takes very good care of her cats. Another friend is on here. She has an ESA. That's great, but you still need to communicate with the landlord and follow all the rules of the lease because they don't want him to get you out of that lease for something minor. Well, we were talking just to, to get you rid but of we him. were talking about it, people who are using that as a rationale for working the system, Correct. not not for true. We we get that that exists out there. It's about presenting right. yourself to be a you know show yourself as a great tenant, and you'll get a great lease. I believe. I mean, that's just the way it is. I believe. Yes. Pay your bills on time. I mean, it, I know it's hard, but and I know it's hard. Like my diet coke is now a dollar seventy nine. You think I'm going to continue that? No. What I'm going to do is put a damn soda fountain in my house. Well, because it's going to be less expensive. I'll just say, don't do Polar Pop because I have to travel to at least four Circle Ks a day to get <laughs> to get a diet coke. And I he's just, doing that. They, sip and, they, they, it's they, not a sip and it's save. not a sip and save. It's now costing me more money because you can never get a diet coke, and the amount of gas I use over this is insane <laughs> but this is the last month after that i'm just i'm going retail I know. retail I really at am, a non-circle i'm K, gonna call I'm over tri-eagle I'm and over be like i need a soda machine in my house i just don't understand i don't have a lot of like luxuries but that might be the thing seriously what I, else do i do i'm I, not paying a dollar 79 a day i say it's worth it no because then you got to sit in the mcdonald's drive-thru it's just ugh. I won't go to McDonald's. The moment they change they from styrofoam, yeah, you don't I, like I, it. I love their I love their Diet Coke. I cannot stand it to be in a plastic cup. It's this sweat. past weekend, no one had Diet Coke. Ale House didn't have Diet Coke. Whataburger didn't have Diet Coke. McDonald's didn't have Diet Coke. The heck? What up? So that's a problem. We got a problem. So I'm like, can I just get? A, and now Soda Stream is not what I'm talking about. Yeah, it I'm is not, not doing the same Soda Stream. The Colum- but, is the Colombians, Patty. Is that what it is? Having trouble getting COVID yeah, up here. I see that. Ah. I see. But I don't think that's diet. Well, I guess it probably is all diet. I don't know. There's been make some you big drug bus recently. <laughs> I've in never the done area. it, but doesn't it make you not eat? I mean, I it's so. not a thing. So it's okay. like a high end Adderall. I mean, that's really what it. It just makes you hyper. Hmm. Unless you're bipolar, then it calms you down. Allegedly, <laughs> I've never not done coke. not that. I mean, I'm not bipolar. Not yet. Could be soon. <laughs> My chin, like, look. Having a hard time not looking at myself. I, I zoomed there, in on you on the camera. I don't know if you know. No, I, I did. Oh my! Yes. Man, that oh my! Yes. What I don't watch are these videos that yeah. I do not watch. Yeah. I do listen on the radio because I want to hear how other people hear. And I, I was just so excited about all the. I mean, that was last week. I'm weeks afraid ago, I don't want to know what I show was. I, I felt really informative, like. and there were a lot of realtors that responded. It was very cool. So I was very happy. You know, people think. 1,200 downloads is nothing. Well, for a little show like this, it's a lot. For little of us. It's a lot. Think about 1,200 people being in a room listening to you. It's a lot of people. Yeah. And I don't want to think like that. I don't. 
I'm actually I would actually be better in an environment like that. It's the whole taping thing that gets me. Well, it is still. It's the memorialization of my voice, what I look like on that day. It's the same reason that I'm so like OCD about my pictures for homes. Uh-huh. It's like I can always well, I could always tell if there was a pillow that was a little off. I'm like, gosh. Oh yeah. Just okay. dri- it drives me Let absolutely Let me go to my batty. sister again. So Teresa, that drives me crazy. Teresa Thomas asked a question yesterday. Yes. We were texting about my aunt who's very ill. So if anyone could say a prayer, that would be wonderful. I have to go to Kentucky next week, so we're gonna have to switch up recording the show. Is this Rita? Mm-hmm. Rita Palooza. Yeah. Yeah. She's very ill. So if we could get that, yeah, say a prayer, please. So anyway, Teresa was saying she bought a new sofa and a new love seat, and it was like eight pillows between the. It's like sitting for five people and eight pillows, and it's fixed back, so it's not like pillow back. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Why?" She's like, "Why?" She's like, "I'm not having it." She's like, "Ask Scott Coward," and I'm like, "That's how she said it. Don't ask Scott. Ask Scott Coward." Mm. And I was like, "Okay, well," and then she told me she's away. So <laughs> there's kind no, of a no question here. <laughs> <laughs> But I did say that if you have a lot of pillows on the sofa, it does, you know, it makes you not want to stay for very long because you're literally, you can't get comfy. I mean, Your I have, butt is up towards the edge of the sofa. I have a normal 92-inch sofa. It's a big sofa, Scott. I mean, that's normal. 92 inches. I mean, it, they, make, they make bigger. My point <laughs> being is that I have five pillows on it. But I like one for my back, and I always hold on to one when I'm sitting. That was another thing. I had another. Sofa. This is so not that's an a, FAQ so that's show. A thing. Somebody said, "Why does Scott always hold his Louis Vuitton?" Oh, I often do because I feel like it's a. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's a comfort thing. I think it is. I mean, I'm not holding it now, but I typically do. Yeah. Someone yeah. asked me. Yeah. I mean, I think somebody's going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You don't know where this show is being taped, people. <laughs> <laughs> and glitter. Right. Remember when the glitter guy was in here? Yes. Go find so, glitter. In it. So yes, that does happen. I I typically have the pillows for that. It and does I, make a difference. And I like to, even though ours aren't fixed back, we have ones that move. But I like a pillow behind my back too. Yeah, you have a bad back. Right. So I like to sit up. That's uh, our glitter that's, from the glitter guy. What's that's left my, of that's our my glitter. nemesis? Glitter. I hate glitter. So funny. Glitter's bad. So going back to cash flow. Yeah. So think about it as a 1% rule. You have to take all of your expenses. And we have a little spreadsheet for you if you are interested in buying an investment property. But it is. It's basically gross income, like what you derive. Minus every aspect. Operating expenses. If you're not going to have a property manager, you should because it's a write-off. Operating expenses. expenses. and, And not. And operating expenses should include the capital expenditures that you have amortized over the life of them. So there's a lot to a lot to take in. Not that not that it's so difficult for anybody to do it, but um, there are people who are better prone for that to make sure you're not missing something. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, even if you were coming out negative on your cash flow per month or over the year. As long as you were doing it with the thought process that, you know, I'm, I, I earned 10% of my property this year. Therefore, I was willing to take this minor loss for that period of time. So there's a, a lot. To, and, you know, insurance also was one of those things. And I was thinking of like, like the condo fees and HOAs that are around. So. And if you're in a condo over three stories tall, you're going to get hit. Right. I mean, I'm just looking at Whispering hit. Pines. If you own something there and Locally. you're right and you're paying, you know, three grand 
a year. I mean, that's, that's well, a nice but can chunk I tell of you change about Springs every month. They fired that chick that was ramming those fees. Who knows where that money is? Who knows? Who yeah, knows what no she idea. did with that? There was a lot anyway, of Anyway, they hire a new property manager. They found the money and already reduced the fees 10%. Oh, good. Because it was... It was outlandish. Bit, I thought it was crazy. Outlandish. And they're working on more. But if you own something, it may come with, you know, some some condo. And fees if it's properly are... maintained, then you look at what's my cost of maintaining right. it and Correct. my cost of painting the exterior and making sure the roof's okay and all that versus having a property management association, a condo association handling. I mean, and that's a large part of it. You buy something now, right? Let's imagine it's new um, over a period of time those things are depreciating. So you're going to have to invest in a new roof, hot water heater, AC, uh, maintenance. And some people even, you know, supply the cable as well as lawn maintenance as well. So it just depends on the rental situation, but there's a lot that goes along with that. So what I've noticed recently is there's more and more multifamilies coming on the market, but they will have renewed that lease and then put it on the market for a gobs amount of money. And I'm like, why would you do it? Now I can't get rid of Joe right. Blow. Right. You've renewed the lease. He's not going to let us in to even see it, do the home inspection. He's going to make my life difficult to show it. Why do that? Well, and generally, why, if what if, is the psychological side of that? If they're renewing the lease, they're renewing it for something that's moderately above they didn't. what it was. And they, they they're raised behind. It, no, it's still low. Even better. Why would you do that? You wouldn't. They I mean, do it. Well, well, we just re- we just renewed it, and so it, you've got it. So the owner, the new owner, has to honor the lease, right? So until six twenty three, you've got to honor the lease and have no cash flow. But you're trying to get five and a quarter for this property. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. And you've got eight hundred a month in each unit. Well, that arrears thing. How does thing, that even work? That arrears thing doesn't work real well when it comes down to purchasing a property that is being leased by one or multiple tenants because you're taking that on and it's where the money goes at that point in time it's just it's very convoluted this is chris montez i do know the song i don't know if i've heard this version hmm. well there you have it i'll, I'll call we'll you we'll have a fantastic weekend this is our last segment yeah. this is only three i can't even I mean, add I'm like, that's, i really thought we were done that's really i thought he changed our outro i'm like you really are just the head of that aren't you uh we're back we'll be back <laughs> Welcome back. It's Patty and Scott, 850-656-0009. If any of you are on Twitter, speaking of Get Freaky, have you seen Mr. Hunter Biden's videos? Don't. If you if you want your sound mind, dude is some freak. Dude would be filming himself doing anything. Really? He's like, I might make a bad decision. Where's the GoPro? Like, it's just crazy. Crazy, crazy. I don't know why you would want to do that. I don't either. You don't even want to hear your own voice. Like, I know. <laughs> I, I The whole idea of filming is just requires me a lot of forethought because I think about when I do properties, like everything has to be. Well, since my chin is slowly disappearing, I really think I'm going to do TikToks. It's it's easier for you to get on and be like, I think I'm going to do TikToks. Yep. Hmm. I think I am. TikToks and and not, and do like little, like 30 second. What's your thing going to be? Houses. Yeah. TikTok and the houses, eh? Just houses. I mean, that's the only thing I know about. 
Yeah. That I feel like I could riff for 30 seconds. Is that all TikTok is, is 30 seconds? Mm, up to two minutes now, right? Three minutes now? But some of them, I think the funnier ones are the short, pithy, like quick, yeah. quick-witted. Some are like a minute 20, you know? I would imagine, I mean, they're, they're I would imagine the, the dancing ones are a little longer. Well, they, I mean, like if you're on Instagram Reels, it kind of stops on its own. Like I just posted That's one of, of my da- my granddaughter... Lucy and uh, Maisel, my grand dog, mm-hmm. dancing was hilarious. You know, and that's a little longer. I yeah. think that was like, tw- no, that was only, wait, no, it was only 18 seconds. It was only this, 18 this seconds. This whole Instagram reels has become porn for me. Literally watching people paint homes. It's a, you, oh, I could watch it. To me, that's, I could watch it all the time. The painting of the home is hot it's for me. Like, I told wow. you. The guy with the edger yeah, I'm like, spraying, that's hot. Just got it going on. Like, I mean, dude. Can I have I'm five like, minutes I want I want to be able to do like that. That is just amazing. That's talent. People that can do things really well and efficiently is oh, a thing. I think that. that it's a real thing. He's, I, I have him on alert. <laughs> Haven't gotten there. It's but. very, ex- I mean, I just. It's how, fulfilling. I wanna, how he holds fulfilling. his hand with the, the spray. It's and very fulfilling. How he holds the edger. I mean, there's technique to that and and speed and it's just amazing to me it's like it like when i do a bed it comes very natural very mm-hmm. quick very and i'm sure to most it wouldn't be but to me it is but when i watch that it's very similar you just get so used to doing what you do you're on point yeah literally it's like boom and i I'm think like, wow. the shorter the video the better because people are more than likely to watch the whole thing mm. so if you've got a three minute video you better be really entertaining for those three minutes yeah Agreed. Like, I like the girl who, Isabella, somebody who makes fun of the Kardashians. Yeah, I'll no watch question. hers from start to finish. She is hilarious. She is so good at what she does making fun of the Kardashians. She's she's brilliant. But most of them, it's just the speed. Speed of the leader, speed of the pack. I want to watch as many as I can. And I just think you get more views if it's shorter and pithier and funny. So, and I, I feel, like, I know it's psychological for Patty. Come into my therapy session i feel like tiktok is so massive no one really knows me like i don't have a lot of friends on tiktok that i i wouldn't follow them so that they could see i can say things that i couldn't say here in tallahassee Mm. i could say things about houses i could say things that i would be more guarded personally to say until somebody catches on and then they catch on but then i'd be "Mm." bigger than my own head and it wouldn't really matter Ah. i would be out of my head it wouldn't really matter and i would have more um, I think I would be more confident. I think the things that should be longer than the 30 seconds are the tutorials. I hate it when they go through these things so fast that I can't figure out what they just did or it stops right before mm-hmm. they finish something. It's not a true tutorial. They're just showing you their thing, but I want to know more. I want to know how they do it. So let's go back to cash flow. So cash flow, we were talking about, and I'm, I, I analyze properties. I get to sit at the computer and do that. We'll see things on the listing like books will be disclosed to you. Books of the property, like the cost, the property management costs, what they've done, what how much the they've spent, is. all of that after a contract. Why would you do that? Then I get to see them. And then I'm taking your house. I'm giving you back the house in 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, it's a catch 22. I get to, I guess in some regards, there are people that, don't want their information flowing out there, but I don't, you, you probably don't want to sell your place then because people are going to want to know that that's what they're buying. 
they're buying an investment. There was a single ha- family home for sale. I don't know if it's still under contract, but it was up for sale. It went under contract quickly, and the next day went back on the market because they didn't disclose. To me, it's material value. Susan Thompson with Smith Shaw and T- Smith Thompson and Shaw might say it's not material value because we've had that debate between ourselves. But it's a ten acre parcel. It's three. Is it seven? Yeah, three acres is where the house is, and then the lawn. We'll call it five acres is conservation. Conservation. Conservation okay. cannot be touched. Okay. Can only be mulched or thinned out. Right. And then the remaining rear two acres could something could be done with it, but you have no access to it. Okay, that's a problem. And they didn't disclose it. Yeah, that's a problem. So this is what I did. So another client told me about this. He's like, "How would you value it?" I talked to my husband. I'd value three acres. Seven acres is excess. You can't really do anything with right. it. I can't even make a path from the five acres, from the three, through the five to the two. Right. They did not disclose this anywhere. I had to go back to when the original landowner sold it to a developer and went through it to find the conservation easement. I guess the only... So here I am searching official records about conservation easements, which frankly, Patty knew and still knows nothing about. But that, you can't do squats so for that the land. So two acres on the back, could you subdivide it? And nope. Is there access from some nope. other point? Nope. You'd yeah. need a heli- helicopter. Yeah, that's the problem. So say you were going to put your mother-in-law back there or you were going to just want whatever. Well, you're never, getting, you're never getting to her. You can't get to once, it. Once I, lift her, could put once I lift her down, she's there forever. And it's all wooded. The, the seven acres is all wooded. So you could thin that out. You could make it a lawn. But what are you going to do with it beyond that? Right. You could put walking trails, whatever. But, you can't take a horse through there. Yeah, that's a challenge. So say you put the mother-in-law back there. She has a heart attack. How are you going to get an ambulance back there? You're not. You're going to have to lift her. But with Nobody's going to be able to do it. with all those trees, I don't think can't that's do happening. It. So then I check some more. There's like three three other, there's not a lot of homes in this neighborhood. Three other homes have the same issue. Did they ever disclose it? I don't know. We'll never know. Yeah, but, but it was fascinating I would have I would have valued it the same way. I would have valued me, it because they have no value. You can't do anything with it. It's just woods. Right. It's excess and I right. can't do anything with it. It's no different than wetlands. Yeah. Jefferson County and our neighbor to our north has tons of wetlands, probably yeah. on purpose, because they don't like development in Jefferson County, which is their prerogative. It's their county. But if you have 10-acre parcel and eight is wet, you, you, you have, have two acres. You have two acres, right. But you, but the, Unless you just like the idea of having land around you that you can't do anything the with. The realtors, the marketer, and they're marketing 10 acres. But value-wise, they're not worth the same thing. Just saying. A house just went up for sale in a neighborhood we know. 3.85 acres. Patty looks. There's a pond. I go to the plat map. First thing I'm doing anymore. I'm not going to anything else besides a plat map. I don't care what your square footage is. I want to see the plat. 2.79 is underwater. Yeah, that's a problem. 3.85 acres, 2.79 is underwater. We are not talking about the same house that's on a dry lot. You're not talking about the same value for Mm -mm. sure. Now, there is value in the pond, 100%. And there's value in some of those other acres if you're- But you need to find the similarity. If you're looking Mm. for something that nobody else can build on, that you own, that protects you, for whatever reason, but it's not worth the same amount as dry land because you can't do anything with it. No, and that dry land's on a slope. Yeah. So it's really like you can't put a pool on it. 
Yeah, that would be a problem. I mean, especially if you have that. But the, but acres. as an appraiser, if you don't like tear that apart and look at the plat, that's why banks want to see the plat oh, when yeah. you do an appraisal. Sure. They want to know. That's why why they want if you have we have to take across the street photo, we have to take behind the house, especially if there's a view. They want you to walk to the view, which would be a pond, turn around and take a picture of the house because they want to see, mm. oh, there's a slope versus here's a level lot with a pond. More land clearing, it's not the same. No, this is why price per square foot. You can't do that. We can do a one percent rule on a cash flow, but you can't do that extrapolation of square footage and call it the same thing. No, for sure, especially you not can, but you'll be incorrect. Right. I mean, you you can, and you may want to, and sometimes I'll look at it just for some guidance, but I don't use it as the as the fundamental um, item to derive value it would be incorrect in doing so it's not worth the same but to, thing but to say you're not going to expose your books until someone gives you an offer come on I, I, that's wasting the realtor's time that's wasting the buyers that's wasting everybody's time unless it's perfect and you just don't want anyone to know how much money you're making on the house that. that doesn't make any sense yeah i mean that's fine but i, I still think that the the way to sell something is to provide information. Now it's the end of the show. Finally. How's talk with Finally. a happy ending? Each and every time. Patty and Scotty, 506 Thanks for listening. Download us. I just said,